Thank you to the Patreon crew. You know who you are. James, got my back. Uh, Chris, you've got my back. And Daniel, always hitting home runs for Please Blow My Mind. If you're interested in supporting this podcast via Patreon, please consider donating a few bucks a month. Search Please Blow My Mind on Patreon.com and you'll find, uh, yeah, me. All the money goes into the podcast, which is a good feature. Thanks, everybody, for blowing my mind by joining me. Hope you're well wherever you are in the world. See ya. In the past year, I lost a very, very close friend of mine Mm. to suicide. And so I've beaten all those things with the help of God. You know, God got me through everything. And he got me through dealing with trying to, uh, trying to deal with poor. So when coronavirus came around and I was told I tested positive, I was very calm. I was calm, but at the same time, I was actually, I was worried about my family and the people I had been in contact with. But in terms of my state, I was calm because of how I had got through everything else that was thrown at me. Oh, hey, Annie. Hi. Time to go to bed. Good night. <laughs> How many do you have, bro? We've got three, so 12, 14, and two. 12, 14, and two. So um, I'm, I'm 16, 12, and 10. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, so what, what, how does it work? I got boy, girl, boy. How do um, you work? I got boy, boy, girl. So boy, boy, that's your, that's your, your daughter. That's the, that's the okay, cool. One, yeah. So it's, look, it's, I, I mean, one of the things I was going to kind of chat about today is, um, you know, one of the issues, not issues, but work ons I have is quite often in the podcast, I, a really good version of me comes out, you know, the one I want to be, this, this projection maybe. And sometimes the scraps get left over for the family and <laughs> it's just a tough oh. thing to, to, to work through. You know, you, you obviously want to be the best version of yourself for everybody. So I wonder how you've kind of dealt with that over your career, you know, and, and particularly too when, you know, um, yeah, I, I just think it's a super interesting idea, right? That we're all telling each other to be a bit more authentic, but that comes with some quite confronting, uh, you know, self-reflection, right? Oh, wow, that's powerful. Just to start us <laughs> off there, Wilbur. Well, well, we don't have to start there, but we can, oh, you know. Oh, muck is... around. No, that's, that's actually a really, really solid and valid point, especially as a dad of a young family that you are. Mm. Uh, and then I totally get it when you said, you know, you, you want to be authentic and, and you sometimes leave the best of yourself for when you're at work or uh, when you have to do your job and then the family get the scraps and I've, I've been there and, and I, and sometimes I, I continue to be there, bro. Right. Cause it's an ongoing training thing. You got to keep, you know, you got to keep reminding yourself that, um, oh, bro, I'm straight. I'll be straight with you. I have to keep reminding myself that, uh, family is more and more important to me. They mean more and more important to me. And, and, um, actually, during, during this period, during this lockdown period, it's, it's become even more evident and just spot, the spotlight is on that, that it's more, it should be more the case. 
Yeah, bro. No, and yeah. I think the tension now for all of us, right, is that uh, we know that's the case. It's always been the case that family really is, uh, you know, secondary to, not secondary, but parallel to, uh, you know, you've got to get yourself right. That's the theme that keeps coming up, up on the podcast, that if you're not right, then you can't be the leader that you project to be. But it's so confronting now because we've still got to somehow bring the money in. And I guess that's the tension, right? That everyone's being, I want to be with the family at home, but there's this work thing. And, and, um, and I guess we, you know, that's not really on anyone to answer because we're all still like one of the things, bro, that I think is interesting is we're all still in the middle of the storm. You know, it's not clear yet what the outcome is. And I think it's interesting to, to be in the thing that people will write about, you know, to, to be playing our roles, you know, it's, um, are you, are you a man of faith, bro? Look, it's a tricky one for me. I would say I definitely believe in more than just, you know, nothing. But I don't know how to – it's kind of one of the thing, themes that have run through my life. I, I can't – it's been tricky for me to, you know, half Cook Island, half Kiwi, seen kind of the best of both worlds – but, you know, just missed out. I was 10 years younger than everyone else and the baby the whole way through. So I'm still trying to catch up as to what's my role here. You know, it's not so evident for me. So that's the journey of these conversations in part. It's also just to catch up with people. But it's like, man, where do we fit? And COVID's <laughs> helping me reveal that, you know. But, but yeah. I, yeah. I would say I am. It's just I'm not sure exactly what that means to me. That's all good. That's all good. The only reason why I ask is that you sort of said it really well, that uh, we are we are in the middle of a storm right now. We still continue to be in the middle of the season. Mm. Uh, there's a couple of things there with seasons, you know, like, and I, I often say this to people that, um, you know, it is stormy now, but the rain can't last forever. Just like seasons, every season passes. Mm. Uh, when, it's, when it's winter, that's when you, 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 you take stock and you try to prep yourself. You also um, preparing to get out of it as quickly as you can, right? Uh, and you, but you know you're going to get to the end, other side of it. So that's one thing. That's one analogy I use with the seasons. But the other one is that, yeah, we are right in the middle of this thing, but I'm not the one in control of this. That's my. This is my own personal opinion mm-hmm. that I'm not the one in control. Uh, I know uh, God has a has a plan and a purpose around me and my family. Uh, and you, and so I've got to lean on him a lot to trust in him to make sure that, okay, well, I'm going to lean on him uh, to get me through it. And that's that's what makes it a, a whole lot more easier. Yeah, yeah, well, you know, I was thinking about chatting to you all day, and look, I'll just acknowledge we're going, we're yeah, recording. Sure, I, I don't want to kind okay, of reset cool. it all or anything, but, but I will yeah, kind man. of throw to breaks a bit later, but I love this. Personally, for me, this is exactly what I want. I want it to be professional, but a little bit of, you know, a little bit of edges so that it's, everyone knows it's just us, you know, we're just here. And, and that's all we ever kind of set out to do. But one of the things I was thinking all day, you know, like what happens before I speak to someone, particularly someone I've seen a lot, because it kind of, it tricks me a little bit. You know, if you think about the brand you've built, I, I try and think, how am I going to fit into that? And, and where do we all fit in? And look, I'm sure you have it a lot where people are like, be the guy, you know. But one of the things I thought about asking you, because I was just doing a bit of Googling, is like, you know, what re- gets revealed to me sometimes, bro, is that life's so hard. I mean, and I don't say it in a trivial way. I mean, 
you know, hundreds of podcasts later, it's something like you go constantly against it. It's always against us. David versus Goliath, you know, it doesn't, you know, in Rocky never was supposed to make it. Indiana Jones wasn't supposed to win, but we love it so much when they do. And the question I am still trying to ask myself is what is up with the so damn hard? And if you can just get through that another day, you know, wait for the hug, even if it doesn't come, but it's like, man, why can't we just live all in harmony and it's, it's all beautiful, but it doesn't seem that way, bro. You know? Yeah. Uh, I, I know what you mean. Mm. Uh, sometimes when I think about things like when I think about life and its challenges, uh, I think about perspective as mm. well. You know, you look at where we're, uh, where we are now, you got your beautiful family. You know, your daughter, he just came and kissed you goodnight. And that's a privilege, right? Mm. And then you look at maybe another family, and I always think about this, another family on the other side of the world whose father is separated from their kids. So when, when I align that, I'm always thinking about a perspective like, okay, what have I got? What am I thankful for? Mm. What am I grateful for and forever grateful for? That's what keeps me grounded. And I mentioned again by leaning into God about that. So that always gets me through, you know, perspective. Always puts a different lens on things. And again, well, I'm not a man. I have to always keep reminding myself of these things, right? And when I do these sort of sessions with people, it's a really cool reminder for me as well, bro. So thank you for that. But there's also another thing, right? Like um, something that's been really, really big on me in the last Oh, yearish or so uh, has been hope. Mm. hope. Hope has actually been in the spotlight of my life for uh, for a little while now, and so when I hold on to that, the door is always ajar. You know, the door is always open. Um, there's a there's a there's a quote that I always love to think about. Um, I'm not sure if you're familiar with Christopher Reeve. You look like a young buck, bro. So Christopher Reeve, you familiar with Christopher Reeve? Superman. Oh man, yeah, I based yeah, my yeah. whole existence on that on that dude. Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. <laughs> Superman, right? The, well, one of the original blockbuster Supermans. He wasn't the original Superman, but yeah. these people that people would recognize on the big screen from the late eighties, oh. early eighties. So he was a uh, he had a horse riding accident. He was paralyzed from the neck down, couldn't walk, and he came. You know, he 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 formed this quote that. There's, there says, um, once you choose hope, anything is possible. So here's a man who's a quadriplegic, paralyzed from the neck down, can't walk, can't move, and he still chooses hope. So to answer your question, that's how I view things about the challenge that we have. I put hope in front of that instead. Right. And look, here's one thing I kind of will just slightly add on. I think, you know, as we don't really hear it that much, we think we do, but we don't really hear people articulate what hope is. We might say, have hope, but it's like, be happy. It's like, fall in love. There's a multiple layers. And what I really love that happens, you know, well, maybe it's me telling myself, but that's good enough for sometimes that if you say it out loud, it's you just you just never have it uh hold on i'll think of a better way i was thinking that you may think my daughter for example i might think all day man i love that little girl but it's silly if i don't say it out loud 
You've got to say it out loud. And the fact that you just talked through that with us, I mean, it means a lot to me, but I know it will mean a lot to everyone too, because this is the thing with fear and anxiety and worry is it suppresses us. eh? It tells us not to, you know, we say on the other side, reach out, talk to someone, but it's not that obvious what to. It kind of has to be like in a little conversation where if I said to you, hey man, the topic tonight's hope. Bombard us with hope. You're like, Ooh, gosh, that feels a bit not earned, right? So, uh, yeah, look, there's, I'm loving it. We're already at the end of segment one, so I'll, we'll throw to a little break. I'm still learning how to do this. Uh, I, I vowed to myself I would never do that as a podcaster, but now it's on Audiana TV, and it's a it's a worthy mission. So it's oh, a bit well freaky done. when well I done. have uh, you know the broadcasters joining because you guys are professionals at like bringing everyone back and tying it all in. But bro, when we come back. I'd absolutely love to chat with you a little bit. Well, continue the journey of hope, but like, I want to know where that hope came from for you. You know, how far do we go back? What are the things in you that give you hope? Because that's what I think is really interesting. You know, uh, we are products of, you know, the world around us and our people and, and something else. So stay with us team. We'll be back just in a sec. So, Sella, before the break, we um, we dove deep, and that's perfect because that's that's the space I want us to be. You know, it's slightly vulnerable, but at the end of the day, it's just two people trying to keep each other afloat. It's very hopeful. Um, uh, I guess the question I want to ask, bro, is: Are you? Is everyone in your family like you? Like, uh, um, I have these deep conversations in my family. My dad is nothing like me. He's like an old farmer. He speaks one word, you know, sentences, uh, grunts, slaps you on the back. I don't know why I am like I am. How does that work for you, bro? Have you always been kind of communicator and, you know, kind of going there? Sorry, have we got the same day? (laughs) Well, maybe. (laughs) My dad's one of those days. I think it's all in the day. We've got those dads who, you know, just, just sold of the earth, mm. uh, hardworking, uh, just, uh, you know, the English as a second language, that sort of mold come over, worked hard for his family. That's my dad and probably very similar to you. So he had little time to be able to communicate and talk because he was busy working to try and provide for the family. So uh, is there anyone in my family who's like me? Oh, bro. <laughs> they would say no, because I don't want to be like him. Uh, <laughs> and then, <laughs> no, um, I'm, I'm probably pretty similar to you then, uh, that, that I just like to um, express myself. I like to, to communicate. Um, I'm, quite a very, I'm very, quite a private person, to be honest, Well, I don't... Um, it's as hard as it may be to, and maybe a surprise to some people because of my broadcasting background. Uh, when you're a broadcaster, the mic's in front of you and the audience are outside, so you're not actually in and around a lot of people. So I'm very, I'm very private. Uh, my wife's the, the one who's the, 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 the comms person who likes to be out there in front of everyone. But no, no, no I'm, I'm just me, bro. Just yeah. me. I'm just me. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's also like I guess one of the themes that I try and is tie it back to, you know, the, uh, the ongoing journey as to who we are and why, what, what's our role, and uh, um, it's something I mention often on the podcast because I, I think back to, you know, my grandmother leaving Raro and kind of 
what their thinking was. You know, I know it was a, well, I don't know exactly. I try and piece together stories in my head, but, but part of it must have been so that, you know, uh, maybe deep within it could be push forward, keep going forward. I know from my studies, and I say studies with kind of quote marks into neurology and brain science that, um, that one of the f- fundamental things to, you know, kind of get over something or to survive is forward movement, you know, and I love that fact because it's so simple. You know, that, that, that's why it's so powerful when people are have, doing it tough is you get up and you move, you know, you just don't know. It's like the same thing if you're lost in, you know, snow or something. When you stop, that's when the, the real trouble starts. You've got to keep going. Your body can keep going. And if you don't know what to do, I love the analogy, I'll just go, you know, something like forest, just keep running. Um Maybe, it, and, and so, you know, that's a tricky one though, because we still have the question as to, well, what's my role, you know, if, if it was supposed to be um, us being um, perfect copies of parents and parents before and all that stuff, then, then no one would have left, everyone would have stayed. And so what's interesting now is we're kind of who we are, right? And we're trying to make sense of it still in real time. Um, and it's as hard as it ever was, but I still think it's, uh, it, it's definitely helped me that idea, you know, that we've, that you just got to keep moving and evolving and learning. And, you know, one of the things, yep. man, is, um, I, I guess through broadcasting, you've done a lot of your work live, uh, is that kind of something that took a while to, to realize that you didn't have a second take sometimes that you had to amend <laughs> as you go. <laughs> I think that's, uh, <clears throat> That's the great thing about uh, radio is that mm. it's uh, it's now, it's current, it's it's happening right now, and um, obviously you do prepare around you around something, uh, whether it be a subject matter or whatever. Mm. But the 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 conversation is authentic and genuine. While you have to make it as as much as that as you can, because people are quick to jump on and say, that was rubbish. <laughs> and I've had a bit, a bit of that, but, uh, but you know, I, I stay true to uh, being authentic and as genuine as I can, but you've got to be prepared around you with being uh, live as well. Mm, yeah, if I well, can go back to, yeah, sure, to, sure. to what you were saying about your, about your purpose and forward momentum. Mm. Absolutely, man. Mm. Absolutely. It's about forward momentum. I also talk, I also want to uh, say that, uh, you know, when, when you're talking about we're trying to find ourselves, people, are, individuals are trying to find out, find who they are. That's that's true. That is true. But I also, again, I go back to uh, leaning into what I feel like God's purpose is for me and just trying to uh, move in that circle. I, I, I don't know what that totally looks like, bro. I'll be straight up and honest with you. But he has given me a, a set of skills to be able to utilize. And he's also put me in situations that has allowed me to be able to uh, communicate and express. For example, this recent lockdown, you know, actually going through COVID-19 and testing positive for it. I, I, I firmly believe that one of the reasons why I went through that was so I could share messages, out, particularly out to our people, uh, who are finding it really tough to uh, one, hang on in there and two, be sensible and three, listen and four, just to be kind. So, yeah. Yeah, man, that's, um, and, and I, 
you know, it's, it is all live. That's where I was kind of going with it is that there's some of us who get to practice live, like we're live in some ways now between each other, but we're always live. It's, it's one of the things about the social media world is you can go back in time now, but you're actually always live. So I think it is a nice reminder, you know, it's not just radio or TV or this that, that has to practice going live. You, you are live. Um, you know, with the COVID stuff, man, like did you immediately have that thought when you got your result? I, I guess I'm wondering if there was like a, maybe a skip of the heart and, you know, sometimes in traumatic moments you get it, it, it sticks in there. Do you remember everything when you, re- when you realized you were, you know, COVID positive? <clears throat> yeah, 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 I, I, I do actually. And um, I've shared this a couple of times with people who ask me and I really, for, for one, um, let, let me just also say right now that mm. I'm, I'm really blessed and truly grateful that I have come out of, I came out of COVID-19 uh, because there are ooh, hundreds of thousands of people who have lost their lives as a result of catching this, this virus. So one, I'm really thankful that I've made it through the other side now. Uh, to answer your question about how did I feel when I was actually told that I was positive, I felt okay. And I, the reason why I felt okay is because there have been a few challenges in my life regarding my health. I've had, uh, I've had open heart surgery. I've had uh, collapsed lung. I've had a stroke. I suffer from epilepsy. Had seizures. I've, uh, I've got atrial fibrillation, which is an irregular heartbeat. So I take medication daily to monitor my epilepsy and my heart condition. Heart condition. So and so that those are the medical things that I've had to deal with. And then over the past in the past year, I lost a very very close friend of mine mm. to suicide. And so. I've beaten all those things with the help of God. You know, God got me through everything. And he got me through dealing with trying to, uh, trying to deal with poor. So when coronavirus came around and I was told I tested positive, I was very calm. I was calm, but at the same time, I was actually, I was, I was worried about my family and the people I had been in contact with. But in terms of my state, I was calm because of, how I had got through everything else that was thrown at me. Man, you know, it's one of the things I purposefully kind of didn't want to bring up that whole thing with you, but, but, you know, I, I will be brave enough. So because, because a lot of people care about, um, I guess what happened, you know, with poor and stuff when, because a lot of the time together is recorded, you know, so is it, is it, um, is, is it helpful to go back and watch or is it something that you just have to leave? I mean, is, uh, I, I, because it's the first time I thought, hmm, there's another side to recording all this stuff. I love the yeah. fact that I record all my conversations so there'll be hundreds, thousands of hours maybe for my children to go yeah, through man. and listen and, and, and remember. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I guess the other side is, yeah. yeah. No, 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 that's, that's totally fine. Uh, it took me a while to, to, to deal with all of that stuff, all, but 
Uh, I There's a couple of things. Sometimes when I watch a lot of footage, and as you've said, there's lots of footage, um, I feel like he's right there with me when I'm watching the footage. Uh, I skip over a lot of it because I'm looking at the screen and not watching the content, but I'm actually thinking about him and how we're behaving in those in those in those times. And it brings it takes me back to the time when we actually recorded it, whatever segment it was. Uh, so there is, I go to a I go to a happy place when I look at that, but I also am very mindful that what poor brought to the world. Um, was a lot of happiness and joy and it would be kind of um, well I, 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 I want to still keep a spirit firmly alive mm. and I do internally but that's just a small way of me uh, for me to just to keep a spirit alive externally because people want to go to a happy place when they watch him and, and I post videos because, especially during this time, when everyone's trying to deal with what's happening around them and what's happening to them as a result of COVID-19, that it's always nice to go to a happy place. And when you watch some of the videos that Paul and I did, I like going to a happy place and I get a lot of comments from people who enjoy watching them because it brings a smile to their heart. And so that's really important to me as well. Oh, thanks, man, for answering that because it's something, you know, it's something that I think is helpful for people to hear because they can put context into their own life, you know. It's, I think one of the things with pain and, and there's certain things in my life that, you know, we, I guess we all, I like to think about it like we're all given this equal amount of burden and some days it's your turn, and you know, and it's, it's tricky at times, but but I know that what when Monica and I went through our really tough time, um, that it was really difficult for friends when they were saying, you know, I think there was something like the imagination of what it would be like for them. And Monica and I were just saying, you know, well, we're just, we've got two options. You either carry on or you don't. And I guess I'm referring to, we you had a baby that didn't survive. Right. So um, it's kind of still, really tough but I do know that this is a common thing with a lot of people but I try not to make it so specific I just want people not to get into that imagination zone and be like whoa what happened it was traumatic but you know we had other babies around at the time and it was like you got to carry on because that's kind of hope in real time you got to carry on it is the job to carry on and, and I, I uh, it's interesting to see how this all fits and maybe it won't make sense till a bit later but but at the end of the day, um, you know, you talked a bit about it and probably so did I. So uh, we'll go to a little break. Uh, what I would love to chat, man, is like, is, you know, is oh, <laughs> how can we be brave enough to dream forward? Uh, my life has been a life full of being able to dream, dream big. Sometimes it's bit me in the butt. Other times it's been super confusing, particularly when I realized that dreaming is not something that uh, – that everyone has, right? It's a, it's a privilege, if you like, to be given an environment to be able to dream. So, um, yeah, in the next segment, let's, let's dream a little bit, you know, if, if we're allowed. And, um, yeah, just to hear what the future might bring. <laughs> Stay with us. Yeah, <laughs> 
Okie dokie. Uh, whoa, did I just say okie dokie? Sella, sorry, we're back. Um, <laughs> I'm going to leave that in though. It's all about authentic. Uh, what do you dream about? If you think about, you know, uh, tomorrow, the next day, I mean, COVID and lockdown and the world at the moment is kind of like meditation. It's only forcing you to focus on the now. And so there's something kind of powerful in that. But I, I guess part of the beauty that I've uh, enjoyed or admired about humanity is we've able to dream big and dream forward you know um and sometimes the dream inspires others do you dare to dream forward at the moment bro about what what our life might be like let's say a year or two or is, is it too tough no no that's a good question no i i i like to think about you know planning for where i need to be mm. um i want to dream about that is that a is that a dressing gown you're wearing, bro? What is that? Is that a, no, no, no. That's a jacket. That's a jacket sure. from uh, farmers. Yeah, yeah. You got two oh, for bro. one. No, it just looked like one of those little like Hugh Hefner things that you're sitting back <laughs> on your couch with. Bro. Oh gosh, that's man, smart, that's, bro. That's smart. Yeah. No, you know, when you look back at the video, you see the light. You can see the light reflected on. And I'm thinking, man, that's me. That's me. Uh, <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah, I, I do. I, I do dream. I, you know, hey. If you're not trying to, if you're not dreaming, man, you're you're not um, you're not being inspired. Yeah. Uh, you know, you're not being empowered. So I'm always about dreaming and, and praying and mm. trying to trying to live out uh, what I'm supposed to be living out, my purpose and whatnot. Do I know what that looks like? Wolf, far oh, right, bro. Tell me when you find it, man, and yeah. let me know. Hey, email me. Um, <laughs> but yes, I'm always trying to board momentum and 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 be inspired. Mm, yeah man that's uh it's a uh, i think dreaming at the moment for me is a, a challenge because it seems that everyone can't quite agree on that much and maybe it's just because we spend a bit more time online i think in real life we all kind of agree on more than what it, the representation is online but i think it's um, a bit confusing you know so i i bring up the dreaming because I think, you know, you need a lot of people with a similar goal, and I think we have it with COVID, survival and getting through together. But um, it'd be nice to, you know, think about a time or an opportunity, let's say, where the world pulls itself back from um, maybe the destruction and stuff from COVID. And, all right, where to from now? What's the big next thing that we move towards, you know? I mean... As individuals I, or as, as, a, as a... Yeah. Uh, as a I, country? I, as I, a... As a Maybe, uh, well, it probably is all three. It's like individual, country, world. Um, I guess the individual bit scares me a bit because everyone is so individual now, you know, like even the fact of just trying to work out. Here's one thing I'll put to you in that space. Uh, yeah. Like, okay, media, let's say uh, traditional New Zealand media is being given the task of delivering um, information. And so we can receive that. Now, what do you do with people who say have a a non trust, you know, relationship with media? And then you mean conspiracy theorists, bro? Uh, <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe. Um, uh, yeah, it's just yeah, it's it's it's, it's a tough one, right? Because yeah, here's what I'll say, and I say it very carefully, like most things. But at the end of the day, you know, it's like. We're just trying to work it out, uh, kind of spreading the power, if you like. So it's more than a select few's responsibility to to share the information. I think it's been done 
pretty successfully you know it's not just one person say one thing uh even yeah. though you know but but you definitely do pick that up right where you mentioned conspiracy theory and everyone goes into this kind of panic zone of i can't believe this and i can't believe that and it's you know that that's one of the things that i'm not I don't know what to do with that information, Sally. You know, what do yeah. you do with the information? It, mu- it must be that everyone's always been different and that's yeah, just that's always fair. been the case. Yep. That's, that's fair, bro. I mean, mm. you're right. You know, with social media and people being online and pe- people want information. Mm. And when they, when they get information, they're quick to go, whoa, and uh, want to pass that information on. What, what, if we isolate COVID-19 as a situation, right? My, my, I, my thing about this is I know people are scared and worried and that's okay to be able to be, it's okay to live in that um, anxiety around what's happening right now. My problem is the people who, um, who one, who uh, prey on the vulnerability of, of, of some people, of our people in particular, especially especially Maori and Pacific, they prey on the vulnerability of these people because they believe that they, our people are quick to take information if they're not quite uh, in a in a space to be able to deal with it, analyze it, question it, and verify it. Verify it is the main thing. Yeah. To be able to, to verify it because you know, some of this information that's been floating around is like, oh, my brother-in-law said, my sister's nephew from over the gate said that um, black flag fly spray is going to kill COVID. <laughs> as soon as somebody gets that little piece of information, see, you, you, you giggle around it, right? It, and I do too. Mm. But as soon as somebody gets a little text like that and you fire that across the internet, bro, you know, it's done. Yeah, It's, it's really done. So... My, my thing is, I understand that our people, a lot of our people, um, they want answers and they want information. It's just verifying where the source comes from. Yeah. That's my thing. And yeah. being able to, uh, yeah, be able to dig a little bit deeper. I, yeah. I, and, and I think some people don't, don't realize that they're not helping the cause by sharing that information. Mm. They really they're really not. I feel like I mentioned this to other people that I think they feel like that they're, they're helping the situation. The reality is they're putting more harm into it by making people more anxious. And I think, yeah, I'll leave it there. Yeah, bro. No, no. And look, I listen yeah. very carefully because I sometimes wonder, uh, take this podcast, for example, right? So where do you draw that line on the guests you have and the information you talk. And I try and say to myself and others when asked, like the intense rock solid, it's to be inclusive of conversation, but, but it comes with real dangers because again, something about life and being live in a world that records you 24 seven, you get caught, you know, and the intent, if the intent isn't rock solid, then it's just about the words and it can be tricky. But I, I also kind of, you know, maybe go back to we're in the storm right now. It's not exactly clear. It might be viewed through a different lens uh, after. And so I think uh, part of the beauty is where you can try and just connect <laughs> and maybe yeah, that's right. like talk, talk. Cause it sometimes sounds silly out loud, which is probably why I giggled 
But when you read it in a text message, you know, like flag and, you know, it's like, oh, okay, well, that doesn't sound as silly as the stuff I'm seeing everywhere else. So, but, but definitely like, um, and, and I think if you look at the viewing numbers and, and um, the engagement, you'd have to say that, you know, the government's daily or weekly updates and people are tuned into the news and like, I think the majority is right. Eh? I have to believe that, right? Otherwise, the 3% or one, maybe it's 0.1% that you see on social media. I mean, that's the bit that I want answered, that that is not the representation. It's just no one says that. I believe that's yeah. not. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, I, I know what you're saying. But then again, that's why I say to go back to the source, bro, mm. and just dig a little bit deeper around where's the source of information coming from? I know that, okay, when I say that, uh, especially around COVID-19, I'm, I'm saying that, well, uh, if um, our politicians say our government is saying that there's a danger with COVID-19, then we've got to believe that that's true. Uh, I, I'm also saying it from somebody who's actually experienced it firsthand yeah. that it's true, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? COVID-19 is, is a reality and it's a dangerous place to be. So uh, I, 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 I know what you're saying. I, I personally, bro, I just, I shut myself off from whatever I'm hearing, whatever there, there is uh, out there. It's just a lot of noise to me and I try to just be informed by the proper sources yeah. myself. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, I 100% agree, right? I won't leave anything yeah. to be interpreted because I 100% agree. I, uh, one of the things I think that happens is we're a bit like an immune system, eh? Like people, we just kind of gather and it's not obvious what's, if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but the immune system's job eh, is to be first exposed to a lot of stuff so that it's like, we need you and you and you, go, get it, you know? Yeah, and, yeah. Um, well, put it, this, okay. yeah. put it this way, bro. All right, I'll try and put it... Um, Quite simply, like mm. we've got doctors, nurses, um, who are they, what are they called? Um, epi epidemiologists, yep. we've got scientists all saying that COVID-19 is a dangerous thing, mm. right? We've got people who didn't even pass science in school <laughs> saying otherwise. Yep. Who are you going to believe? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm laughing because right. I didn't yeah, pass right. science at the school. There you go, man. <laughs> so there we go. There you go. That's why we talk about hope because <laughs> yeah. you, got, you can't yes. prove hope to me. <laughs> That's a long game. There you go, bro. Um, so let me go to a quick uh, break, bro. And when uh, we come back, man, I'd love to just jump into some um, I guess tactical tools, you know, and that's not supposed to be sounding so dodgy as I make it sound. Tactical tools that you've implemented in your life, whether it's, you know, um, making sure you can navigate forward or, you know, what you do on the days where you don't feel like stuff. Um, because we just, yeah, I guess part of the issue we have is we see you as you now but you've obviously picked up a lot along the way. So I, I don't leave any of that to interpretation because we've all, it's our job to share. And so, um, yeah, after the break, we'll just come back and do that with you, brother. Here's one area I like to maybe dive into a bit. When you're not having a good day, do you have kind of tools or mindsets or strategies that you use to kind of get through? Yeah, I, I definitely do. Um, I often pray, mm -hmm. Will, 
and my wife is a is, a, is an amazing support nice. to me. So, oh man, if it's it's something that it, it's like a I definitely believe that that one can't navigate through challenges on their own. Mm. That is for sure, absolutely can't do it on your own. I don't think you're meant to be able to do it on your own as well. So uh, for me, it's just having a a quick word to the man upstairs. Um, and then, because uh, he doesn't get back to me sometimes, <laughs> so I have to call my wife. <laughs> uh, but yeah, just, uh, so I'm, I'm very open in my communication to to my wife. And yeah. And, and when, you know, I guess, uh, you know, for those who don't pray, that's what I'll say. Uh, yep. What does that look like? Is it, is it, uh, here, yeah, I'm just trying to also, uh, yep. I'm also just trying to really ride that line because I, I'm, I'm really interested in understanding what's something mean when you can't quite prove it to someone versus what does something mean when you, uh, you have to, see the science of it. I actually think there's really blurry lines, you know, and there's heaps of examples of that. Like love is an example like that. If you try and look at love and explain to someone what it is, you can't because it's not nothing really, but it's everything really, you know, and, and I, that's what, uh, um, you know, when we dip into um, faith and things like that, yep. it's like we shouldn't ever have to really put it on the spot like that because we don't for so many other things. But let's just say for someone who's listening, including myself, and and wondering what that prayer might look like, is it um, is it always following something you know the same, bro, or is it just based on how you feel, or is it yeah? You mentioned uh, earlier in the, in the sorry. sorry, no, you carry on. Sorry. You, you, you mentioned earlier in the podcast, bro, about um, you you can't be you can't be of service to others if you're not completely right yourself mm-hmm. and so how does that look you know if you're going through a rough patch if you're going through challenge if you're going through a storm how does it look to get yourself right well one step and this is really really hard really hard for guys in particular is recognizing that you are traveling through that challenge one put your hand up to say man this is okay this is tough and it's quite suck at the moment and I'm not sure how I'm going to get out of this. But when you acknowledge that, then you can put your hand up to ask for some support around people who are feeling the same way you are. And that's the big thing that people need to, that I think men in particular, um, need to really take a lot of comfort in and understand that there are so many of us who are going through the same thing Mm-hmm. exactly the same challenge and not knowing how to navigate through uh, through hardship, through going through a suck period. And when you when you put your hand up to say that um, I'm, I'm actually going through that tough patch and reaching out to someone who may be able to support you, that's a massive weight off your shoulders that you really don't want to, you really don't need to carry. And I encourage people that if that's how you're feeling that and your friends and the people really close to you will know they will know and they should be uh, tapping into you to find out if you're okay 
um, how you're doing. And, you know, they're not going to be able to provide answers all the time. And sometimes as a person who's going through a lot of challenge, you don't want answers because you're sick of people saying to you, oh, bro, you'll be all right. It's okay. You'll be all right. It's the last thing you want to hear. What you want to hear is maybe someone saying, bro, I don't know what you're going through right now, but I'm right here. I'm just over here. So come and get me when, when, when I'm, I'm right here. I'm not going anywhere. I don't know what you're going through. Looks tough, but I'm right here. So, and, and when you understand that you're not going through it alone, bro, it just makes it a little bit easier to deal with. Yeah, man, that's, that's awesome. That's awesome. It, you know, I got to say too that it's, when you lay it out like that, it sounds so logical and actually it sounds like, <laughs> yes, but we just get it. It gets the sort oh, of trip, it's tough. It's tripwire in our head, right? And, and yeah, it's, the, it's tough. Yeah, so, yeah. It's yeah. it's not both. The words that they they actually to me they actually make sense. Mm. But but having gone through those challenges myself as well, uh, oh it's it's true. You once once you put your hand up and say, "Man, I'm I'm not quite right here. Um, this is really I'm going through a bit of a rough patch, and this is a massive challenge." I need to I need to talk it out, and that's what it comes down to, as well. Comms, communication. Yeah, you, you need to be able to do that with someone you trust. Uh, for your for the for yourself, you need to be able to do that. Carrying all that carrying all that weight of going through something on your own. I'm not sure if you've been through that, man, but that that is where you get into um, a really dark place. And a not health a place that's not healthy, and you, I never want to see people go through that to their place. Right, it's, and I'll, I'll kind of be as honest as I can. I mentioned before that I was the baby, if you like, by ten years, right? So I had all these beautiful people around me, paving the way, and so I didn't have to carry the burden. But what happened is I ended up carrying a burden one of weight, <laughs> but two of not not understanding how to deal with pain. So when I started seeing in life, like I mentioned dreaming, it and hit me hard when I realized that dreaming was not just a given, that it was a series of things that I was gifted, right? So so my journey is kind of opposite now where I, I've kind of got to really catch up at trying to understand the balance and, and um, that my actions, you know, are, I guess what I'm saying, man, is that we're all just trying to make it work and we always have been and we always will, but it definitely does help to to just learn a little bit here, learn a little bit there. Um, as far as I can tell, it's a, exactly what you said, stay connected, keep the comms up, you know, it's as metaphorical as the get up and keep walking, you know, for the brain. I think it's the same, just keep talking, you know, don't just don't let it stop. If, if, if it's all uh, or nothing, you know, I would, I would back for that. Just keep, keep trying, you know, the, the pursuit of it, it will, that frequency will reach. And that's why I was interested in the praying. Cause I think that could be happening there too. You know, for those who don't pray, uh, I yeah. like the idea and I've spoken to some uh, weirdly, a, a nice chap who comes on the podcast from time to time, Lance Burdett. He's a, a terrorist negotiator. And he, some of the things he was telling me is, you know, when people are in that fight or flight, you know, right at the edge of something, it's like they call for two things, God and mum. And I thought that yep. was so interesting uh, that those were what studies show. They don't call for, yep. like, it's very specific. And so I, yep. Definitely, um, it's, it's yeah, it's very interesting, and, and more than interesting, well, it's hopeful. 
there you go. You hit it right on the head, right at the end there. I was just mm. waiting to, 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 to say something. But I, I said it earlier in our podcast. Once you choose hope, anything is possible. So when you're going through that dark patch, when you're going through those challenges, uh, once you know that there is hope or once you choose hope, once you choose it, you know, once you activate it, then anything is possible. Look, I use you as an example, man, right? I use you and what you're trying to do here. And uh, uh, you, you're obviously doing your podcast and this is where you feel like part of your life needs to, is, is, is. And you're providing a lot of hope for a lot of individuals or groups of people who want to come in and hear about things. But you're also providing hope for yourself. Yep. Okay? So you're choosing it. You're activating it. So I solidly stand firm with that. Once you choose hope, anything is possible, man. Beautiful, brother. Just as we kind of wrap up, um, what's on the go for you? Like where do people follow you? And, and like I, I read a little bit about the, the, the content stuff you're doing. Is, is the is yeah. work just carries on and everything is, you know, you just keep working? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm more behind the scenes with, um, with actual work. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm all behind the scenes at the moment. Um, there are dreams and aspirations for me uh, to do other things, um, but at the moment, that's what pays pays the bills. Mm. Um, yeah, that's that's pretty much. I I I feel like you know when you have a a platform as such or or, or whatever, I feel like it should be people who have an ability to be able to share that they use their platform for good. That's, yeah. that's pretty much what it comes down to, man, for me. Mm. And uh, if you can share that, share that platform for good and hope, then you're in a good space. Yeah, bro. Awesome. So I just want to say two things. One, thank you yeah. so much for doing this. I, I'll just be completely transparent. I re- you know, you don't know me. I don't know you. I reached out to you just online and you took the time to respond. Now you're sitting here with me at eight o'clock on Sunday night. And so I also like to reveal to everyone, there's no kind of, you know, strings and all these things. It's like you ask and you get, and just got to ask, you know, and it's amazing how many people say yes. Even if I, th- <laughs> I think that nah, they're too busy or they won't be interested. So uh, thank you, bro. It means a hell of a lot to me. <laughs> You're welcome. You're absolutely welcome, bro. Thank you. Thank you for being, allowing me to be a part of um, what you're trying to do too, bro. Awesome. Solid.